Welcome to Word First Radio, the podcast of Word First Ministries. Tune in each week and join us as we pursue God's command to make disciples of all nations. Hey, what is up, you guys? Welcome to Word First Radio, the podcast brought to you by Word First Ministries. I am your host, Jacob O'Neill, and as always, I'm joined by my friends Cameron and Bailey. And today, it marks our one-year anniversary of the Word First team landing in Oslo, Mm -hmm. Norway. Well, I'm so excited. I can't even continue speaking. So, <laughs> Bailey, yes, speaks, <laughs> speaks anyways. Praise him, man. Yep. Um, Lord, we just thank you today. And uh, we have so many reasons to thank you for. And even though we're going to spend a long time talking about it, we uh, obviously won't cover all the ground that there is to cover. So, Lord, um, in this conversation, I just pray that our hearts here at this table and for all our um, friends and family and um, people we don't know, anyone who listens to this, I pray that this conversation would just bring about awe and gratitude um, towards you and us. Lord, I pray that um, as we recall and just name a few of the innumerable um, gifts that have come from your hand in the past year, um, I pray that we would appreciate and adore you more for it. So Lord, we love you and we devote this time to you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, guys, we've been in Oslo for a year. That's crazy. Let mm-hmm. me, uh, I'll go ahead and just ask, uh, just throw us right in the deep end with uh, just this really open ended question. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, they, he had to steal my thunder. I know. But yeah, I'm sorry. there it is. Why? I got, no. So we've been in Oslo for a year. Why How? not? <laughs> for, for why I refer to last episode. That's right. That's right. Uh, how do we feel about that? Yeah. That's, it's pretty crazy, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. It's um, also like just kind of hammer in a thing that Cam touched on last week, which is that for us. Two weeks ago. Um, oh, two weeks ago. Yes. Um, for us, we've now lived in Norway as married, independent little households. So cute. Um, longer than we lived in the U.S. as married, independent households. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, you've had apartment here longer than you had apartments in the United yeah. States. Yep. Yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah, um, that's, our, but that's it's also already weird. just so crazy. Yeah. But it's also kind of weird because this feels like normal life, I guess. I don't know. Since we've been here longer, like living as a married couple in Norway, longer than we did in the U.S., mm-hmm. like, that felt like a slight detour yeah. after living with my parents. Yeah. And this feels like life. And yeah. yeah. So yeah, it feels weird to say that that's true, but it is true. Like that's mm-hmm. how my heart feels. Yeah. I'll say yeah. to one of you, like when we're walking, we're doing something. I often say to, to one, whoever, whichever one of you I'm walking with, like, guys, we live here. Mm-hmm. Like, like we live here. And yeah. uh, I think that's just to, I mean, obviously you know that, but it's a reminder mm-hmm. like, isn't this, this is different. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like any site you see in Norway, or even if it's just the sky, like you look up and you're like, look at this. We live. Like, yeah. This it's, is the place we get to enjoy. Yeah. Also, yeah. It's excitement yeah. that we get to enjoy here and we should recognize that it's a blessing. But it's also like, this is, this is not a trip, mm-hmm. right? They, you know, it becomes more and more real. Yeah. It's like, this is not a long, this is not a, just a long trip and we're, you know, awaiting our, uh, you know, our, for our return trip mm-hmm. to come up. It's like, we live here. And, we get to enjoy all of this stuff, right? We went, we went to one of the islands and had a 
picnic in the island mm-hmm. at the beach mm-hmm. yesterday with the whole team and my kids, which was just wonderful. Like we just get, we get to do that. Mm-hmm. We're living that um, vision that you know that we've been talking about for some time. Yeah, well, that's just the that's the craziest part for me. Like, I mean, it really hits home uh, most of the time. You know that we live here, like mm-hmm. in Norway, it's crazy. Like one of the things that helps it hit home is the fact that we've had apartments here mm. longer than we've had apartments, you know, with our wives in mm. the U S um, one of those things is uh, when we visited the U S like, I think that was like really where it really hit home for me, like for the, not for the first time, but just in a big way where it's like, Oh wow. Like um, I spend my vacation in the United States. Like mm. it, it can be something as simple as like when I'm here going to the grocery store or if we're going to school or it's you an Island to, you know, have a barbecue and go swim. It's like, mm. wow. Like I, we, I live in Norway, yeah. which is just insane. Mm. I mean, especially like for us thinking back to the times, the years leading up to coming mm-hmm. here, the fact that all these conversations we would have of like, Hey, so you want to come to Norway? And I'm like, uh, no, why would I do that? Um, and then just, everything's really expensive and you can't get grape jelly. Yeah. It tastes like it's true. <laughs> um, which is fine. The pe- and the whole paprika thing, we can, we can, you're just wrong about that. Again. I'm so not, <laughs> but I, know. Has, I don't know why um, you would just make me furious. I've gotten used to it. It's, uh, it's good. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> There are like two conversations in their history that Cam and Jake have just had to walk away from. Yeah. One was about, um, was it logic? No, so oh, logic gosh. exists. And then the, the other way, one was about paprika way, being a Norwegian food. The way I'm going to describe that conversation is, yeah, logic is real. And then he's going to have fire come out of his ears. Yeah. It's like, uh, I just made it sound like Cam doesn't think logic is real. He, so he does, kind of. Anyway. <laughs> There you go. So there've been two conversations where it's like, it, it, Cameron's like, Jacob, this makes me upset, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Then it we'll was stop. when you told me that you tasted in the food that I made up for Thanksgiving, and I know everything that went into I'm all of that food. You intentionally. <laughs> Paprika there. I'm saying in the seasonings that are just in Norway. In the just, salt. Yeah, there's they got put yes. paprika in the salt here. That's Let's right. Check, okay, we got to move on. You're ridiculous. We finally got that set up. I'm not ridiculous. Don't break up, guys. You, you're great together. <laughs> I didn't even say like the turkey. The turkey tastes great. This is all the way back, by the way, in Thanksgiving, and we're still talking about it. That's now. never going away until you <laughs> repent of your error. No. <laughs> so. It's fine. I don't even remember what I was just talking well, about. So anyways, this, it, sorry, it hits home yeah. that this is home. Yeah. Um, and I think there was something you brought up to me the other day of where we were just walking on Carl Johan's mm-hmm. Gasa. It's just this giant strip in the middle of Oslo that leads up to the castle. Mm-hmm. And we were passing a books bookstore. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and just talk about what were you yeah, talking so about? When, uh, yeah, it was, just, it was interesting to me. I don't even really know how to explain it. So it's going to probably just sound like nonsense. But, you know, when we came a few years ago, the first time that we came as a group uh, to Oslo and I bought a backpack and, I, and so I walked into this bookstore, this backpack I really wanted, this bookstore had it. And I uh, picked up that and got you, Jacob, an inexpensive copy of the Norwegian Bible. And I was just remembering that like we walked past the bookstore and I was like, that, I don't know how to explain it, but that seems like that wasn't real. Mm. Like that, that occupies a, like, it's like a fantasy part of my mind mm. of things that are dreams or aren't real or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but we passed that store 
all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just anytime we go downtown, which is really frequently, we pass it all the time. I'm like, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, that's, and I didn't even remember which exact bookstore it was. I was like, it was this one or it was this one. I don't remember exactly which one it was, but it feels to me like a far off dreamy, mm, right. not not quite sure if it was real, if it really happened or not, except I, I wore the backpack today, so probably it sure. was real. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's something something special about it. Like we're grounded here now. Like this is where mm-hmm. this is where our feet walk. Yeah. Every day. And like mm-hmm. that's that's a bookstore. If I want to buy a book, that's the store I go to. It's right. not a place that I pick up souvenirs from mm-hmm. to bring back to the United States. That's what I was, I think that's it for me and well, for you. I think that's what it is. is Thank because you. the first time um, we're here, it's like, okay, this is a gift shop. Mm-hmm. It's on like the touristy like strip that yeah. everyone comes and visits when they visit Oslo. Um, and so, yeah, we're here on our trip, on our missions trip. Like, of course, we're going to buy like a souvenir to yeah. bring back. Like, you know, that backpack is like equivalent to like the snow globes, I guess, with <laughs> people collect. It's an awesome uh, backpack. <laughs> it is. It's, it's very functional, comfortable, yeah. Yeah. Uh, stylish. But now, mm, exactly, exactly mm. like what you just said. Uh, now that bookstore <laughs> is um, waterproof. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that bookstore is now where we would go yeah. to just buy. Did a you book know my now? backpack has its own poncho? <laughs> okay. Did you know it does? There's a you unzip this thing on the bottom and you pull it out and it's a little rain jacket. It's a little reflective this, rain jacket from a backpack. This episode brought to you by Beckman. Beckman of Norway. Beckman of Norway. Kim's backpack. We just want to honor you today. That's right. <laughs> it's doing more work for the kingdom than something. So that's right. Okay, um, you were going to say as I rudely interrupted you earlier. No, no, no. The um, souvenir thing, like I think, is really um, a perfect way to. I don't know, kind of sum up how different it feels Mm -hmm. and like we we live here now like we're Mm -hmm. uh genuinely in that place um as a whole team i think it's just taya taya still her heart's (laughs) heart's uh, she it's like uh it's like the norwegian part of her dna is just expressing itself it's mm -hmm. like her hair has gotten way more blonde yeah and then she's got it's it's hilarious to me she's Mm -hmm. a little she's a little norwegian no she says nigh she says Mm -hmm. nigh yeah Yeah. and she says often yeah loud (laughs) and frequently yeah Nice. Oh man, yeah, that baby. Yeah, she is a Norwegian. She is a, she? Do you oh, see yeah. her running around the at the at the park yesterday when we were on mm. Hovedaya? Oh yeah, running. I'm like, oh my goodness, you mm. little. She fits right in. Mm. It's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. But awesome. I was just was gonna really say cool. the uh, so like the souvenirs for us have totally changed. Um, so like when we've been here on our past trips, yeah. mm-hmm. our souvenirs were a backpack and a Bible, a great backpack <laughs> yeah. and a Bible. Um, but now our souvenirs are. Hot Cheetos from the U.S. Yeah, that's what I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, is this a pop tart? A you bottle like, of Chick Fil A sauce. Like, yeah, for us, it. who cares about the Norway magnets and yeah. the like sweaters and everything? Like, for us, that's just expensive clothing that we need to buy one mm. day eventually. It yeah. was National Mac yeah. and Cheese Day the other day, so Whitney like broke out a box of Kraft Mac and Cheese for the girls that my <laughs> parents, like, my parents muled over here from the United it's States. Like a golden so, calf that yeah. everyone's worshiping. That's before. right. That's right. And so, so you ate like, good. Well, yeah. it's crazy. So he was like, "Mom, I think we just we craft. should have spaghettios for that's dinner." Right. And I'm like, "We have to save the spaghettios." <laughs> <laughs> This is this is paprika free spaghettios. Is, like we there's definitely this. paprika in the spaghettios. <laughs> like this this is a rare this is a rare mm. treat. Like we can't take this for granted. Do you know what it took to get this here? <laughs> like grandma had to lie to govern. Oh <laughs> to govern. She had to Grim promise a liar. Lie. Oh yeah. <laughs> and a father of lies. That's right. <laughs> That's right. She should be in jail right now. <laughs> My goodness. That's right. That's no, what that was, was the cocaine. 
Sorry, <laughs> there's no problem. There's no problem with spaghettios. I've never it's only thought the, of cocaine in the Lana. <laughs> This, this is very different than the first <laughs> Sorry, I'm feeling a little silly. That's all right. <laughs> to be clear, my mom did not bring cocaine. She's going to be on a list now. You have to clarify And it would have been fine. No, you said her name. Fine. <laughs> she didn't wink bring any. <laughs> Great backpack, by the way. I know. <laughs> But so uh, the souvenirs are the things that we the things that we miss from the United mm-hmm. States. So for us, it's grape jelly and good mm-hmm. peanut butter and oh, like jelly. sunflower seeds and pick. It's mostly food stuff, um, because Norway just has different food things here. Mm-hmm. Yep, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Bring so it back. I that's the. I, I mean, I'm just good luck. Shocked. Okay, so uh, let's see, let's get back to talking about Jesus. So. Um, the, I guess the general that's the general sense really for just from the whole team is that it's been a year yeah. like that's insane. And what is mostly been insane through that is God demonstrating his faithfulness over and over mm-hmm. and over again, mm-hmm. especially throughout this year. Yeah. So we've talked a lot, uh, definitely on past episodes of the things that God uh, did to get us here, mm-hmm. which is amazing. And it's an incredible story. Uh, if I do say so myself, I'm not yeah. just saying that because uh, my family's a part of it, but just it's, it's insane. Like yeah. we shouldn't be here, but we are here because mm-hmm. uh, of a miracle of God. But since we've been here, there have been like amazing milestones, if you want to call them that, mm-hmm. or altars that just God has brought to us to show us his faithfulness of, uh, you know, amazing things that we've done here. Let me just, uh, I have a list of like five or six of them, but again, I'll make this very open-ended again. Mm. Why? No. What? what? Mm-hmm. There you go. What, what now? <laughs> what are some of those milestones or altars or some of the, the some of the highlights of this last year mm. of what God has done for us? Yeah, I'm, I'll yeah, give yeah, you go, a who. Yeah, go ahead. I don't have a what, but I have a who. There you go. Um, so I'll say the, like, as just the first one that comes to mind is um, the Christian welcome that we had here. So obviously like we're here to join the effort of making many, many more Christians, but there um, are churches that are solid churches, mm-hmm. um, biblically faithful churches that um, were here to greet us. Um, and I would just say that's like the first milestone for me is we showed up here without uh, Papa Cam. <laughs> and the girls call him Papa. I don't, mm-hmm. I'd call no. him Cam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to look at you after calling Yeah, that was the first time you've ever, they've ever heard that Sorry come out of your mouth. I can't even look at you after calling you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but so we showed up here, um, just the uh, school goers of us, the crew of us, um, and we're welcomed by um, Benta and Espen and Raquel. Um, and I guess we can um, give little Emma some credit. But That's right. Um, for a dinner just right after we got out of the quarantine hotel. Um, we're welcome to a dinner with them. Um, and there was also, uh, Bielsen Mission Chirka, um, which is a two minute mm-hmm. walk from where we live. Um, yeah. with Pastor Eidek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they just, we went there on our first Sunday in Norway. Um, and I just have like the sweetest memory of hearing Norwegians worshiping in their language that at that time I based, I literally knew none of like <laughs> only knew Unchil. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and they didn't apologize in the song for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, just hearing Norwegians worship and just like being welcomed into Norwegian community. And like beyond that, like we talked to Eidek on the first day, like after that service, 
we talked to him outside while it was raining and found out there's a connection. Like his wife is, um, is it Carl Johan's boss? I think. Yeah. Is it? I think so. Oh my gosh. I yeah, that's know. right. Carl I'm pretty Johan. sure Eidek's wife is Carl Johan's boss. That Yeah. That's the thing. Carl Look Johan it up. From Laga? Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. the head guy at Laga, so probably she's know, not his boss. But like... Or she's on the yeah, board. She's a board oh, okay. of directors. Yeah, yeah. Thank we're you, just, Alan. Off we just camera. had our yeah, yeah. crew <laughs> calling. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't just. It's been um, a consistent thing that we've seen how Christians have been so welcoming to us throughout our time yeah. here. But like from day one, um, we were welcomed by the Christian community that mm-hmm. is here, right? And so. in a crazy way. I mean, we've we've talked about it ourselves, but like we were given just instant credibility we <clears throat> right. had not earned. At, at all. Oh, no. We showed up and, and uh, I guess there's a lot to say about that. But um, like from the moment we got here, they've been willing to just put put mm-hmm. us to work. And mm-hmm. put us to work is one thing. But like trust us with stuff that we haven't really earned the right mm-hmm. to be trusted with yet and give us leadership opportunities. I mean, <clears throat> we introduce ourselves and they go, that's great. Can you preach next week? Right. Mm-hmm. Whoa, what? You guys want to lead worship? Like, yeah. Leading worship. We've been invited to lead worship at like... <laughs> In almost every context mm. we visited, basically, yeah. like the church we're in, uh, Bielsen, uh, HLT, our school, we've mm. been asked to lead worship there uh, all the time. Like I get, I mean, I get asked to lead worship in different worship teams playing mm-hmm. various different instruments. Like, like I don't play bass, but I get asked <laughs> to play bass, which is fun. Mm. Um, and it's awesome. It hurts my heart sometimes now that I actually have to start saying no to mm. some of them just because life is getting busy. Yeah. Um, but that's been, I think that's been like the biggest, like one of the biggest blessings, but one of the biggest shocks to me is that mm. instant like receiving of us, mm-hmm. instant credibility just like given to us like, hey, we want to um, integrate you into our community and give you opportunities to serve and mm-hmm. be seen and have people get to know you guys. Yeah. Um, and another thing that kind of goes right along with that is also just the kind of um, – support and uh trust that we get not not just to be put in front of their people and mm-hmm. uh help make ministry happen in their churches but also to be like uh one of the uh, examples that's relevant to our podcast is uh doing the podcast at Bielsen at mm-hmm. the church mm-hmm. so yeah. if something falls through or you know just uh, yeah if something falls through with our metal pole and where we're at here mm-hmm. um Idik has been super generous. Is like, yeah, take my resources, you know, rent yeah. out the church building for a whole day and get a bunch of episodes done. Yeah. Hey, I could come on the podcast if you want and talk about evangelism and mission, which is super sweet of him. And that's it was an awesome mm. episode. Remember the first time we asked him if it'd be okay if we use the sanctuary? He just like texted us the door code. Mm. I was like, yeah, sure. On whatever day, yeah, we're not using the building, yeah. and that was it. Like that was the yeah. end of the discussion. We used it for some worship stuff we posted. Yeah. I think how many I don't know how many of those at Christmas, we have on YouTube. At Christmas, at Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah. We we recorded and posted several worship videos. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's what's crazy. um there's a story, um, I think it was Tim or someone who invited you or Jake to um play at an event somewhere. Yeah. And like the extent of what they knew what or what they heard of or something mm-hmm. was that all the Americans play guitar, something yeah. like that. Yeah, see, it was Seaman asked if I would be on the worship team for something. He's like, "Hey, can you play guitar?" And he and I had only we'd met, we'd we'd shook hands once, but mm. we'd never spent any time together. Yeah. And he texted me and said, "Hey, I got your number from so and so. Is that can you play guitar for this thing at this thing, and this thing at this thing?" And I was like, "Yeah, but 
what like why do you think i play guitar mm, right. like, and he and, and it was and uh he said oh i asked tim and tim was like ask one of the americans they all play guitar <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny like that's like a perfect example like obviously a funny and not a totally true thing but just like to display the temperament that mm-hmm. they've had with us um like they totally assume that we can do whatever mm. or that they can trust us to that do they can whatever. trust us i think is the main thing um, yeah yeah and then during they just let us run. So like we have to tell them to pump the brakes. I'm like, let I've me had, earn this a little bit. Well, I've had to do that a couple of times where we've been given, I've been asked to take on responsibility, which mm. would be wonderful to do. <clears throat> but one of the things that we're trying to be careful of is this American savior thing. Because mm. the truth is, and in fact, a lot of the people that we work with now have been burned by Americans who've shown up as American saviors. And for one reason, and are not, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever they are, they're not American saviors. And they have uh, left rubble in their in their in their wake or whatever that's i think mixing two metaphors but whatever (laughs) but they've left behind them was not very good Uh, but nevertheless they're willing to trust us but we're very cautious and conscientious of the fact that we are not the american saviors Mm. so even times when they want to give us the opportunity to sort of be out front and lead in a context that that we haven't um that we haven't earned the right to i'll ask him that's that's awesome i think the team would be wonderful at doing that we're honored that you would that you would ask us and if you can't find anyone else, we're definitely willing to do the work. But I think that would be, I think we haven't earned the right to do that yet. Mm. And that would be, um, <clears throat> it's not, it's not the right time, right? The, the mm. timing would be, the, the timing would be such that we would, we could invite suspicion or, or whatever, because you're asking us to lead people who haven't mm. given us, they haven't given us that, um, that permission in their, in their life yet. Yeah. But the, but the people here, the Christians here, you guys, so everyone who is listening or watching to this, come visit us in Norway. So you'll understand the thing I'm about to say, mm-hmm. but um, the Christians here in these solid biblical faithful churches, they mean it. Mm-hmm. And so there's just, it's difficult to see how they could be slowed down or whatever. They're just willing to involve us to work together. And we've talked a lot about uh, Bilsen Mishun Shirka. That's mm-hmm. a different denomination than the Baptists. Right. But the Baptists share an office with Mishun Shirka. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mishun Shirka? Mishun Shirka? Mishun? Well, whatever. Mishun Shirka. Well, mm-hmm. oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. We'll, uh, we'll figure that out someday. But anyways, they share an office together. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. They, uh, they share an office together and work well together. And like when we told Eidek that we decided um, to take up membership at Home Church, which is a Baptist church, mm-hmm. He's like, he goes, me and my wife, we were just so excited for you guys. Like, what an excellent church mm. for you to land at. Mm-hmm. There wasn't this thing that I know we've experienced in, um, you know, among the sort of California ch- church culture where there's a little bit of a competitive element. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, we want you to come, we want you to come to our church instead of going to that church sure. and come be part of our group. And, uh, that's, that's sort of what's familiar to us. So mm-hmm. it was a little, it was a little bit, um, unexpected in a really wonderful way for him, for Eidek. To be like, we love working with you guys and we're really stoked that you found that church home mm. because they're mm-hmm. awesome and you're going to bless them and they're going to bless you. And there wasn't any sense of competition. It was like, it's like we got, the gospel needs to get out. Mm. So we just don't have time to be, to be competing with each other. Maybe one day, right? Mm. Maybe one day when everyone in Norway is saved, then we can have some infighting. But mm. for now, like we've got, we've got work yeah. to accomplish. Let's go. Yeah, and that that's what I was going to say about Eidek, um, just about who he is. I mean, the reason why he's that way is because he's an evangelist. Mm. Like he's just a. Uh, I think that was like one of the first or second conversations we ever had with him. Like you know when we first when you guys first arrived here, mm. um, which is a miracle in and of itself, mm-hmm. and we, we'll definitely talk about. But um, it was like when they invited us over for lunch at uh, Michon at, at Bielsen. <laughs> 
You want to try it? <laughs> Mishon Shirka. Um, it was like, he instantly was like, yeah, no, I've got all these evangelism ideas. This is, mm-hmm. I want to start doing evangelism with the church and a bunch of different stuff. And it was super encouraging. He's oh, like, yeah. He, he encourages like, listen, you're going to encounter people who will discourage you. And they'll tell you that that can't work in Norway. He said, and sometimes they're right and sometimes they're wrong. So, mm-hmm. so like balance, uh, weigh their, weigh their wisdom, mm-hmm. but right. don't let them discourage you into not doing anything, but also make sure to listen to people who have tried the thing that you're doing so you don't bang your head against the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, which was, which was wonderful. And he, like he specifically, that person, Eidek has invited us lots of times to mm. participate in the mission that God is undertaking mm-hmm. in Oslo. And it's just wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's one of several examples of, of, um, of those kinds of connections that we've made here. Yeah. Well, let's talk about another one of those examples. Um, one of the milestones is that we have joined a church. Yeah. We have joined, uh, and we talked that about that briefly, but let's kind of talk about that how crazy that is, that mm-hmm. relationship right there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of fun because uh, you were, you actually mentioned just the other day that when we initially landed here, the uh, our initial impulse was to actually lean away from joining home church. Mm-hmm. Want, you want to expand on that? Yeah, just um, I think one, we had relationships with them already. Mm-hmm. Um, so one part of it was um, knowing like there are more Christians to go out there and meet. Um, yeah. So like, let's get in the city and find the people that we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe there's someone who, um, whose church is a, I don't know, like the puzzle piece that's designed for us, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> perfect. That's um, find, find the perfect fit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we just kind of had that sense, but the main thing was that um, Zach and Jen were mm-hmm. already um, planning on yeah. partnering, being members of home church um, so adding us to the equation mm-hmm. was just a whole nother American delegation Yeah, that yeah. like our sense was kind of like, we're going to come in and convert their church culture and everything. And that's like the last thing we want. That's not do. what we want to do, yeah. but yeah. you guys like, especially make a splash. Mm-hmm. You're talented and you're one excellent servants and you have a whole lot to offer and very quickly would be scooped up to be doing things. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's like, we, we have to be careful about that because right. If, if, you know, if, uh, um, home church is a church of maybe of 40, mm. 20 new Americans showing up, yeah. mm-hmm. like definitely will affect and impact the culture of that and, church. And we want to be really careful mm-hmm. about and mindful of that. And protect their, protect vision, their culture, like and the way yeah. that they're already going. Cause right, they've right. been home churches, what, I think 10 years, 10 years old, now? something like yeah. that. Yeah. Right. Well, what I was going to say to that point was like, 20 new Americans that are missional evangelistic, <laughs> like they're bold, they're like the go-getter kind of types. And mm. so we have to, uh, we just have to be sensitive to that. Um, but they've received us to launch us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you were in those conversations. That's cr- Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. we've talked about it, but I'm glad to talk about it again, but it's that thing. I mean, so we can imagine, <clears throat> we can imagine missionaries showing up to our church in California and going, I'm a missionary from Norway. Um, nice to meet you. And could you imagine any any scenario where what? That's so nice to meet you, Bjorn. You want to preach next weekend? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can't. So that's hard to yeah, imagine. Like right. that does not happen in American churches, mm-hmm. uh, as far like as far as we know. But now imagine the one where twenty missionaries show up, mm-hmm. and they say, "Hey, listen, we don't want to do what your church is doing exactly." Uh, we want to plant our own church in like a year or two, but we want to launch out of you. We want your resources and your time and your talent, maybe some of your people. M- uh, money's not off the table. Mm-hmm. Um, your endorsements, your, yeah, your credibility. In, yeah. Right. <laughs> Can you just give that all to us, these foreign strangers with the, with the, um, 
expectation that you're going to launch and propel us at an undefined later date. Mm. Um, I mean, that's a, that's a crazy ask. It's a crazy ask. And here's what, like, here's what those conversations look like. Um, I was with uh, Buren, who is the general secretary of the Baptist union. So the head Mm. of our denomination and Benta, who is the leader of home church, the church that we're members of. And they just kind of said, well, listen, tell us what you want to do. Um, Bjorn said, if you want, if you guys want to be a church right now, we'll start working on that. And you word first can be a church and we'll work on all the stuff and make sure that you have accountability and leadership, blah, 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 blah. But we'll go through that. And then you can be a Baptist union church or you can join home church and plant out of there if that's what you want to do. And I said, I'm still really reluctant about that. Mm. And Benta just like, she just laid down the lash, like, listen, mm. yes I appreciate you're trying to protect our culture but that's my job and Mm -hmm. I will handle that (laughs) I will not like you just trust me and and so we had just kind of an agreement it was like we met with the church leadership at home church and said listen let's put everybody put all of our cards on the table Mm -hmm. and no one leave anything out and we all talked about our mission and our vision and our strategy and our intentions and um, sort of all the information we could think to exchange and at the end said okay what do we do with all of this and it was decided that well, I think the best way forward is you guys join home church and we don't know what it looks like, but we will launch you. And I said, even if that means people go with us, even if that means people go with you, even if that means whatever, whatever, money whatever, comes with money us. comes with us, even if that means mm-hmm. money comes with you, like whatever it could mean, they just said, yes, we don't know what it looks like, but the answer is yes. And we'll figure it out together. Mm-hmm. Like we've never done this, but it's a super important thing to do. So let's, let's go and do it together. Mm-hmm. And then since then it's been crazy. Stuff. Like, so one of the things that is um, necessary to our model is like physical closeness, geographical closeness. Mm-hmm. So we live in a certain area of the city. And so, so people in church are devising ways for us to meet people in that area of the city. And like, what if we, what if we did this kind of thing that would allow you to attract people who are from that part of the city so that you could find people, Norwegian people who you can plant with. And it's like, like, Whoa, what? Uh, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So not only was there not really suspicion, there was we there was mutual trust and whatever word first is doing, we're on board and we'll figure it out together. And I mean, it's completely built on trust. There's not much in the way of a plan because mm-hmm. none of us have done it before. It's new. So we're going to devise the plan together. But what's at the bottom is a like a pre-commitment. We're going to commit before we have the plan um, put together and intact to give all of our, like everything home church has mm-hmm. in order to support word first mission and word first has, is, has like word first us, the Americans, whatever us as individuals are <clears throat> members of our church working and laboring and doing everything we can to be committed family members mm-hmm. to help them to see their vision through knowing that our visions are not, are not exactly the same, mm-hmm. but being able to like bless and support each other. It's amazing. It's, yeah. I mean, it's uh, only God can make that happen. Mm-hmm. Well, lucky for us, we have the only God that is. There you go. <laughs> yeah. But I, what's under that commitment, though, at bottom, bottom, yeah. under the bottom, is that sub bottom, sub bottom, yeah, is this commitment to evangelism, which mm-hmm. is uh, not just uh, Pastor Idik has, which we bragged on him for a minute, but it's also Benta and Espen and the home church just team that. They are committed just to evangelism. So we've talked about our coffee cart that um, some of our viewers have probably seen on some pictures floating around Facebook somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the coffee cart, the Home Church logo is on it. Yeah. Home Church facilitates that yeah, and has, is a big part of uh, 
bringing that to fruition. Mm-hmm. And uh, we took it out a couple Fridays ago, I think like two weeks ago from uh, when we're recording this right now. Um, we took it out and most of home church like showed up to mm-hmm. just have a party. It was a party yeah. at the park, um, played some games, uh, shared the gospel with some people and gave some coffee out. And mm-hmm. uh, it's awesome. And yeah. I, I think that... Um, speaks into when you say like the Christians here mean it. Yeah. That's the biggest thing that commitment to evangelism um, um, amongst these Christians that Mm -hmm. mean it, that probably hits the home, hits the home, Mm -hmm. hits home mostly for me um, as to like where it clicks in my mind that they for sure mean it. Mm -hmm. So I totally just lost my train of thought. So yeah, they absolutely mean it. They're committed to evangelism mm-hmm. in the sense of community and preaching the gospel. And it's awesome. I remember what I was going to say. We've talked about a lot, our philosophy of church and evangelism, missional mm-hmm. community, about how the project of the church is that we need to accomplish the mission that Christ gave us. No one's on the bench. Everyone is in the game. Like we yeah. all have a part to play in bringing the gospel throughout all of the world. Norway is included in all of the world. Mm. Um, <laughs> and that's what we're here doing. And that's what the Christians who mean it here are doing. And that's just one of the things that just really speaks to my heart about it. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty incredible. Were you going to say yeah, that? Um, only other thing I would add is how like um, perfectly the timing was for us joining home church. Mm-hmm. Um, so getting here, like we knew that, our group mm-hmm. um, isn't ready to be a church. Yeah. Um, like we need, we're missing a few legs or something. Um, so we're not ready to call ourselves a church and start doing church things together. But we kind of had to, for a few months, do our best at yeah. being church to each other. Um, and at that point, we were, I think, just like drained and like, and <laughs> so in need of like a proper um, church family yeah. to, um, not just do the things that like throw events and like we know we can throw events and we know we can um, put our hands on deck to accomplish a thing together, mm-hmm. but to um, be a family that um, supports and nurtures and all of that stuff, like just helps us throughout life um, and helps us in our walks with Jesus. Like um, I think we were really towards the, yeah. just like on a um, bad I don't know. Like we decayed a bit. Mm-hmm. Um not in our own um relationships with God or like anything like that, but just we were starving. We needed to be a part yeah. of a church. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were mm-hmm. starving without our family. So For sure. Um that came at the perfect time and it, I think it was shortly after Pastor Bill came mm-hmm. um for a visit. Um and he kind of pointed out the same thing to me and just like cemented that like nope. You guys can't, like, you're trying to be church to each other. You're not church. Like, mm. you need to go find your church family to um, sustain you until yeah. you start um, planning churches of your own. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, the timing just worked out to where, like, we got to learn the lesson of how much we need the thing that we call a church and how much we're not a church. Like, yeah. we're a missionary group that God sent over. Um, but, yeah, we need more members in order to go plant our first church. Mm-hmm. So like we got time to learn that lesson really realistically. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. But then also to not just fade out and fizzle, mm-hmm. um, but to be carried up by not only like a church, but like the wonderful church family that home church is. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really, really good point. I think you articulated that well. Very cool. Um, before I rattle off some fun ones, um, 
any other milestone? Anything you wanted to say about that? Or? No, I mean, well, yeah, we could we could mm. talk about that for a long time. But I don't think there's sure. anything I need to add. There you go, right on. Uh, a couple fun ones here. We survived our first winter in Norway. Yeah, that was awesome. That uh, was we, hard. Yeah, yeah. You should feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I feel like I got to let the cat out of the bag. Yeah. It's not that bad, you guys. Yeah, it's it's not not bad. So I mean, we live in Norway, but we also live on the coast. As pretty, it's pretty temperate here. I think Norway's weather is, or Oslo's weather is pretty comparable to like Big Bear. Mm. So I mean, it's cold, but it's not. Mm. It ain't like Wisconsin, Wyoming, North Dakota, Minnesota cold. Right. It's not. It's not even Canada or like Russia. It's like where we're at now. Not very far away. It's go outside and you die cold. So <laughs> that, that, Norway, Norway for sure has that. But not where we live. We're mm. we're doing okay. Right. Yeah. I, I don't I, even I, think it got below zero all mm. winter long. I remember. I remember getting. It, I mean, it's been cold. It was like in, in the like less than ten degrees, um, but it wasn't very often, and uh, it wasn't that bad. The mm. long nights are are worse than the than the severity of the cold. Yeah. Oh, true. for sure. The no sun yeah. is definitely the worst. That's part. really weird when the, the yeah. sun sets at two thirty mm. in the afternoon mm-hmm. and yeah, comes up at like, nine o'clock the next day. Yeah, today, by the way, the sun will not set. Ever. It doesn't. Go. Well, yeah. it sets, it's, but it never fully goes away. It won't set until seriously like midnight yeah. or one in the morning. And then it looks and like even then it just comes until four o'clock and it's right back up. It yeah. just comes right back up, which yeah. is like bizarre. I, yeah. Well, maybe I'll uh, post a picture of it sometime. But Do a time lapse. Right, maybe. That's forever. <laughs> um, It'll take I, several hours because the sun's only gone for like several hours. That's right. <laughs> I, uh, as far as the snow goes in the winter, like I think right now we're still under like the spell of like snow comes to us, yeah. which is amazing because we all come from Southern California where we're like, what's snow? Like it seems yeah. there once every like 400 years. And when you see it, yeah. you've gone specifically like there's snow over there. We should go see some of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it still comes to us and it's still like magical when it's snowing from the sky. Mm, like yeah, it's beautiful. It's pretty great. And then easily the worst part is when it melts a little bit and then ice is just left behind. <sighs> Those days and, are rough. Yeah. That's you have those ones where like it freezes at night and gets just above freezing during the day, so it melts and just makes this really super slick, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. slightly wet, icy death layer. Yeah, some of our OG <laughs> podcast listeners, um, if you remember when we were recording at Cameron's house, the, he has giant windows behind us. Yeah, uh, those windows. We we decided the best solution was to hang tarps. <laughs> Oh man! Hang tarps up. We would bought tarps and to hooks. control the light inside. So we try and yeah. block out as much light as we could. Otherwise, the sun sets in two hours, and the, we're just recording we're the right. podcast would be and, from like bright to night. And we bought cardboard to replace that. And we yeah. still needed the tarps, yeah. even that we put the cardboard up. But anyways, we're hanging up tarps. Me and Bailey are hanging up tarps together while it's snowing and while there's blankets of snow everywhere and ice we are literally almost dying yeah. every week to bring you this oh my quality goodness. podcast <laughs> so if you didn't appreciate us before yeah yeah that was that was brutal they have these slip-on cleats you can buy yeah. um so you don't fall um they need to make that for scooters so that we can scoot in the, in yeah. the ice mm. yeah the spikes you put on your shoes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah not falling and eating it is the worst part of winter or i think Whitney had a rougher winter than I did because she is the one who takes the little girls to Barnhaga every day. So um, she would take Taya and Celia. So Taya's in a stroller. We got here, we had a junk stroller. 
that was not prepared for mm. just like normal terrain. Never mind like the thousand year old roads. And mm. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> Never yeah. mind like being on roads with history. But then for them to be covered in snow and ice, it just wasn't prepared. So we got a we we bought secondhand a, a better one that's still not uh, super great. But uh, so her like pushing and slogging through the snow and the the snow here tends to be really dry so it's it's all it's like walking in sand mm. like it doesn't melt underneath your feet it doesn't give you any like crunch and traction it's mm. just like it takes five times as long to walk anywhere because you step and then your foot like sl- like it slides like sand that's mm. really it's really rough so i think uh i didn't do that so i i went to school with cheery so i would walk her to the bus stop and ride the bus with her but whitney's walking a couple of miles every day taking the the little ones to and from barnhaga right. and uh that, that's a little rough <laughs> but it's not that cold you learn yeah. to you learn to layer you learn uh every norwegian house is boiling lava hot they and, say so you they learn say, how to dress in layers and they say we've learned from our friends uh our norwegian friends they have a saying that goes there is no bad weather there are only bad clothes yep there's no bad weather only bad clothing mm-hmm. yeah and it does it the clothes do the job they, yeah. they do keep you very warm uh very cool uh, one thing uh especially re- relevant for us we actually the whole team uh, of the kids, right? Mm-hmm. Not Cam and his family. Uh, finished our first year of school mm-hmm. at HLT, which is pretty awesome. I, yeah. I, I mean, that was I loved. I loved it. It was a great mm-hmm. experience for me. How would we feel about that? Yeah, I mean, it's um, we're getting bachelor's degrees, so that's awesome. Like, I didn't even um, necessarily plan to get a bachelor's degree in my life, so like to be mm-hmm. a third of the way done with that is. Um, weird. I never plan on being an educated person, but here I go. Um, but the school is just awesome. Like I'd say, um, even more than the like schooling itself. So we're in the next year, I think for you and I, it'll be really interesting because we'll do some internships where we, um, go find churches to intern at. Yeah. Um, we don't know exactly what it looks like, but that's pretty much what we know. Um, so this next year, I think will be interesting and we'll get a lot more valuable, like cultural, um, insight and things that we get to learn. Um, but I think just, I'd say HLT, like talk about an altar that like reminds you of the awesomeness that God's up to in our lives. Um, like the people who we were calling on the phone on the other side of the pond, um, at 10 o'clock at night saying, Hey, we need this, uh, paperwork done. Um, in like five days, uh, can you do it? They're like, oh, normally we get that done in like five weeks. Um, <laughs> but Georgetta, yeah. who we now know mm-hmm. as Jetta, because yeah. she's like right. a real person in our lives, um, is just one of the people working at the school. So yeah. the people who are um, who make up the staff of that school are just wonderful. There are some of the Christians who welcomed us, like the teachers. Yeah, don't let you call them professor. Um, it, it's weird when you do. Uh, but we still do it sometimes. Yeah. Um, they do that for the little kids too. So like our girls at school, they don't call their teacher. Like even in, so in the United States, even in mm. preschool, like your teacher's name is Susie. You'd call her Miss Susie or something. Right. They do not do that here. It's just strictly, oh. strictly mm-hmm. first name. That's really so, yeah. So our little ones are on a, like a first name basis with their, mm. with their teachers. And so is cheery. It's yeah. It's hmm. yeah. 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 That's, but yeah, just like that different. stuff, they sit with us at lunch and we just have like normal life conversations. Like we can get, free counseling from our teachers right after mm-hmm. they just tell us how to exegete a passage. Like we can go get counseling from them <laughs> at lunch. So right. yeah, the school is awesome. And the, yeah, the education is just um, another gift from God, like 
free to us. So mm-hmm. thanks, God. Mm-hmm. That's right. For making me smart. Kind it's, of. Well, educated. <laughs> <I'm> educated. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it, it's going to be interesting, especially this next coming year. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really excited like for these internships because they're three separate ones. Um, and what we know is that we have to like call up different churches and, and, mm. and go there. So it'll be interesting. I want to try and shoot for churches we haven't maybe yet visited yet to see mm. if maybe if we could build some more relationships there with some people. I have a couple in mind. Um, and we'll talk about it. We'll talk about how it goes. We have to write reflections about it mm. anyways. So that's at least six podcasts. Yeah, we'll just read right their reflections. That's right. We'll just read their <laughs> reflections to talk about it. So that's going to be cool. Uh, I think one, definitely the last thing we should talk about for sure, definitely as we, um, continue the episode, but, uh, but as we uh, wind down, as we wind down, as we make right. our final approach, <laughs> as, as we start our, begin our descent, descent begin our descent. Mm-hmm. That's the, right. Yeah. Uh, is the, uh, God being here? Like people are still donating to us like monthly. Yeah. Um, that's absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, we definitely just like one of these amazing, like, uh, just total like God moments. I definitely have to talk about. We definitely have to give this shout out. Um, when me and Motown visited the U.S., my dad, uh, my dad's church, his pastor. Um, I went to church with my dad, and the pastor was like, "Hey, uh, before you go back to Norway, you and I got to get coffee. We definitely got to sit down and get coffee." And I'm like, "Okay, I've met you like three times, mm. but like, and I don't know why you want to talk to me, but sure." Um, I did know why he wanted to talk to me, but we sat down for coffee, and he's like, "Tell me your story. Tell me about the mission." Tell me uh, why you feel how you guys are doing out there. How how are you and your wife doing? Um, which was that was like the first question that um, he his name is Pastor Zach. He's awesome. He asked me he's like how is Motown doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he's never met Marissa once, mm-hmm. but just the fact that he cared enough, like yeah. he wants to know, like I want to make sure your wife is doing is doing well. And yeah, yeah. it was just awesome. It was awesome mm-hmm. that he cared. So he's at, he asked about all of us. I told him about Baby Fagan coming. I talked to him about Pastor Cam and said he should call you and the whole story. And at the end of it, he he was just like, all right, well, I've heard your story and I dig it. So tell me what you need from me. And the first thing I said was, I need, we need prayer. Mm-hmm. And he said, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, if, if I'm losing you there, yeah. you're going to hate the rest of this list. <laughs> um, obviously he was kidding. Yeah. Wow, we struck out with an easy one. <laughs> that's right. And, and I just, I was just, uh, straight with him. I said, I, we need, we need financial support. We're looking for monthly financial support. Yeah. And, um, he asked me for details and numbers. He's like, all right, what's your, what's your shortfall every month? Give me some deets. So I text Cam real quickly and sent me what I needed mm-hmm. gave it to Zach. And he's like, okay, I'm going to talk to my elders. I'll talk to my staff. And uh, by the end of the week, I'll give you a number. And yeah. they, they, they've committed to donating monthly to us. That's and amazing. So Fusion Christian Church, you guys rule. Thank yeah. you. That's a huge blessing. But that's just indicative of just one of those God moments where yeah. it's like a year later, we're still watching the Red Sea part. We're still watching God do these crazy divine appointments just mm. to remind us like, hey, I'm taking care of you guys. I brought you this far. Yeah. You've been a year into the mission now of something that was a dream like four years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got you guys. And this is just yeah. another example of like how he's got us. Yeah. Well, so whoever's, whoever's hearing this, I mean, we do have a shortfall mm-hmm. this year. So, yeah. so please consider supporting us financially. Um, but we know that God has that handled and he gives us he gives us crazy examples. So we get occasional unexpected um, donations that really do like make a dent mm. in our living expenses. And so that you guys know, so Whitney and I 
we are not funded in any sense by word first. We don't take any right. money. We, in fact, we donate to word first. Mm. Um, we are, we are supported by the IMB. So we are taken care of. Um, you guys have like a ridiculously strict budget. So that, so you guys know I oversee the budget for word first. Everybody is fed. Everybody is more or less clothed. They're heated in the winter. Like we're, we're doing okay, but we're running out. We run out of money soon. Um, but it's not because we're spending too much money. It's just because we need more financial support. But we trust that God's handling that because he mm-hmm. continues to. So anyways, if that's on your heart and mind and you desire to give to donate, please do. You can do that through our website. Email us, call us, wordfirst.us. It's mm-hmm. easy enough to find. Um, but we're also not so preoccupied with it that um that that's like what we do right mm-hmm. we're like we're spending our time fundraising because god like i said we'll we'll get donations that make that actually make a dent in the financial need but then we get these other things that remind us that we're here to be stewards of god's resources so we have more than one person who's making really um we with what like in, as far as dollars and cents really small donations to us i think one mm-hmm. of them is like a dollar a month mm-hmm. and paypal is either when you donate through paypal like they're either going to take three percent or 39 cents that's right and they're taking their 39 cents so i think we get we get like 69 cents or 61 cents or something a month mm-hmm. we'll call it 60 cents whatever it's close enough it, it rounds it round yeah it um <laughs> it rounds but those 60 cents that's like I know was, we we received a five hundred dollar donation from one of our friends yesterday. It's amazing, and and I see that and I go, I know what five hundred dollars costs. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar with that. I don't know what sixty one cents costs. Mm. You know what I mean when I say that? Sure. Like I don't know how Absolutely. to. I don't know how to say that, but I don't know what sixty one cents costs. And someone who does is spending those sixty one cents, or for them a dollar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. PayPal, you people are taking a third <laughs> of it. Uncle <laughs> Elon Musk, wants Uncle, this. Uncle Elon. Uh, they're taking their slice of bacon and and then the rest of the money makes it through to word first. Now the truth is that doesn't make a financial that doesn't that is mm. financially not consequential to us. Right. But it is this incredible encouragement from God. It's a reminder to be faithful. There's someone who a dollar costs them something and they're spending it doing what they believe the Lord has called them to do. Mm. That's incredibly humbling. Mm-hmm. And then it's a reminder to us. Like, so we, we get donations that help you meet your financial obligations. And then we get these other ones that don't, but it's a reminder to us, listen, I'm taking care of you. You're, you're here because you're in Norway because I want you there and you are stewards of this, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm going to get this done for you guys, 61 cents at a time, I will get it done 61 cents at a time. And we have to look those people in the face. We at least have to look God in the face in judgment day, but mm-hmm. at least in our hearts, we have to consider those people before our eyes and with a, and, and, with a clean conscience in our hand to God, did we spend those 61 cents well? And I, uh, I'm perfectly confident saying that you guys are spending those 61 cents well. You're, you're, doing, you're doing excellent. You are um, sacrificing and giving in order to accomplish the mission that's going on here. But it's, anyways, the, <clears throat> was that my nose? That just yeah. went, <laughs> I was like, what is, <laughs> that's weird. That's, I had like there was a bird in here. Um, <laughs> what's incredible about that is it's so encouraging to get mm-hmm. those things from God. God's saying, listen, I'm going to take care of you and also be faithful. Like yeah. mm-hmm. be faithful because other people are, I can only afford a dollar's worth being faithful. And mm-hmm. there are so many like times and areas and like so many examples of my life where I am not 61 cents faithful. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Of course. So, so that's just an example. It's an example to us. And it's a, it's um, a reminder 
of faithfulness and stewardship because God's the one who is accomplishing all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would just add on, um, I think like looking for altars or, you know, looking back and trying to see what our milestones and our um, symbols are like uh, Joshua and Israel crossing the Jordan, like the stones that we have behind us to remind us of the awesome stuff God's been up to in the past year. Um, like every single sender mm-hmm. is um, like from the dollar senders to the um, $500 mm-hmm. um, random check senders. Um, every single person who's supporting us, like especially to this day, mm-hmm. um, like the one-time donations that we had up front were insane Yeah, in that moment. It was like, we're getting thousands of dollars from this person. Mm-hmm. And the, like, that was just crazy. We told and, our church we need $80,000 yeah. today. And they, and, and they did. It, it delivered. Happened. <laughs> it happened. Oh my gosh. I spent yeah. the whole next day wiring money to Norway. Mm-hmm. That so, was fun. Mm-hmm. So that was impossible. Um, and just like, uh, you know, a big show of God's hand behind it all. Um, but uh, the people today, like mm-hmm. who are still giving and like, in my heart, I kind of feel like, you know, you would have forgotten about me by now or whatever. Yeah. Like the only relationship we had, um, like that would be the thing that's keeping you on mission with us. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like you're saying, like um, a reminder to us continually of like, this is God's mission. Yeah. And his spirit is speaking to um, hundreds. Mm-hmm. Of how many people? I don't know. But um, hundreds of people who aren't here Besides us, 10 or however many we are at this point, 11, 12, something, mm-hmm. um, who are on this mission with us. Um, and that's just incredible. And like, not even just for us. Mm-hmm. So for us, it's awesome and like reminds me. I think the biggest thing for me is I hear that or you say someone's name from back in the US and I hear like, be faithful from God. Mm-hmm. I'm just like convicted like crazy. I'm yeah. like, okay, I put my hands to the plow right now. Mm-hmm. Um, like if there's an Xbox controller, I need to throw that out. And, <laughs> um, so for me, I hear be faithful, but for the Norwegians here, um, the Norwegian Christians that we talk to about all the senders that support us, mm-hmm. it's l- legitimately unfathomable for yeah. them. Um, so I remember a prayer night that we had um, a couple months in where I talked about the senders who made it possible for us to be here like mm-hmm. the thousands of dollars and hundreds of people who are behind this mission and not in front of your face yeah um and the people who i'm talking to are, are coming from churches of tens 20s mm-hmm. um hundred at most something like that yeah hundreds of big church yeah um so for them knowing that there are that many people across the world um concerned with the gospel getting out here Mm -hmm. was a giant sign. And they just stopped and said like, wait, like God, God sent people. Like we've been asking for that guy specifically. uh, Paul was his name. Mm -hmm. Um, But Paul was talking about how his church has been praying for God to send help. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was able to just like deliver the news of like, Hey, like he sent help. And it's not that we're, sorry, it's me. but (laughs) Yeah. Um, but it's that God has all these people from yeah. across the world. Some he sent literally across the world. Some he's sending your dollars across the world. And that's what Benta says. Like Benta, yeah. Benta says, she goes, it means God hasn't forgotten about us. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, thank you for what it means to our hearts. Thank you for your sending and your support, your prayer, everything. Um, how it, 
encourages us to be faithful. Yeah. But thank you on behalf of all the Norwegian mm-hmm. Christians for like the fire it puts under them. Yeah. Knowing that God's. Yeah. They for sure don't take it for granted. Yeah. In fact, most of them are wondering like missionaries coming to Norway. This is kind of a new thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think Bentus says it best. Not because we're anything, you guys are something special, but it's not that, like God didn't need 10 more Christians in Norway, mm. right? It wasn't a numbers thing. Yeah. <laughs> Us 10, 11 now with a baby, but who knows if he's a Christian or a pagan. Um, <laughs> basically round down to zero. I can fix that. Yeah. <laughs> basically round down to zero. But even the encouragement to the locals is like God is God sent 10 people here. Mm. And when Bentus said that, it, means God hasn't forgotten about us. Mm. And the Christians here, they are laboring faithfully, but they're weary and they're, they're happy to have the help. So sometimes I feel a little apologetic that we're the help that they have, mm. but um, you guys, I think are doing, are, are doing excellent work as a ministry. I think we're doing really well. We've got stuff we're launching in the fall that like, mm-hmm. I'll be super excited to talk about, but we've got more, more things. Everyone in Norway leaves for the whole summer, by the way, mm. I feel like we should say that. Yeah. Like we're not waiting for the fall because we haven't seen a single person yeah. in July. Yeah. No. Actually it's great. There are lots of tourists here. We hear Americans. Now we ran into guys mm. from North Carolina. this morning. Yeah. So Americans are here now, but, um, everyone leaves. Like, so I've been hearing for months, we got to make sure that this gets done before summer vacation, before the summer Mm. break. I'm like, what? What do you mean before the summer break? Mm. Well, it's because everyone leaves for four or five weeks. (laughs) Like department, like the police station is closed. Mm. (laughs) Like doctor's office. Doctor's offices. Like we don't do medicine or policing in July. (laughs) It's crazy. So anyways, everyone, everyone leaves for a month. But when, uh, when everyone comes back and school is Mm -hmm. back in session, we've, we've got groups that we're starting and new stuff that's happening that we're excited to talk to you guys about. Um, But in, in all of that, God hasn't forgotten Norway and we know you guys haven't forgotten us Mm -hmm. and um, God continues to show his faithfulness. So we can only, I mean, we have some strategy and plans and ideas about what the future looks like and largely God has given us our way. So I think maybe we're on the right track about what, Mm -hmm. that we're on the right track for the the vision for what he wants us to, to carry out here. And he's been, he's been guiding and leading us, which is excellent. And I just can't wait to reveal more as it, as it becomes real, right? As it mm. leaves that sort of fantasy part of my mind and becomes the reality that we live in every day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's been a fun reality. <laughs> um, well, thank you guys for doing this. It's, it's been great. You know, one year later, just like, you know, seeing where we are now, God's faithfulness, everything we've been talking about. Yeah. It's uh, absolutely crazy. It's a miracle. And as Cam teased for me, Look forward to the fall because we got yeah. stuff going on. Uh, this next couple of weeks, uh, some of our team is going to Sweden. Some of our team is going to the west coast of Norway. But mm-hmm. once the Avengers come back together and converge, <laughs> we got stuff we're going to be talking about for the fall. It's going to be fun exploring that together. So thank you for watching this installment of Word First Radio. And we'll see you again next week. Thank you so much for listening to Word First Radio. If you like the podcast, please like, share, and subscribe. If you want to learn more about Word First and how you can support the ministry spiritually and financially, check us out at wordfirst.us. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Word First Radio, and we'll see you again next week. God bless.